You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we have an interesting episode where I want you to think about how you can bring a professional volleyball game atmosphere into your gym. How can your players, your team experience anything close to a professional game? And I want to dive into this question because there's a lot to unpack here and why it's important that you bring some element of this to your team in your gym for the success of your program, for building a foundation of your program, um, and kind of like a, the notoriety of your program. It, it, this is what this is what you can do to help bring notice to the type of program that you're running, and in turn bring great players, create a great experience for your athletes. And we're gonna get more into that in today's episode. You definitely don't want to miss today's episode. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 166 of the Volleyball by Design Podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Another week of volleyball. Summer is coming close to an end. Uh, It's it's a tough one, but you know, it has to happen. And uh, I'm excited about the new season. I'm excited about you know, volleyball uh, for this upcoming season for myself and high school and clubs and all that fun stuff. But anyways, if you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh. I'm the host of the podcast. And if you are a regular listener, as always, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode where the goal is to deliver value, tangible strategies you can take back to your gym and apply right away. And today's episode is a little bit of a different one again, but man, this episode, I feel... This episode has been one that's been on my list to make for a while, but I wanted to have data. I want to have not, not not so much data, but I wanted to have experience with talking about this topic today because you're never going to hear anyone talk about this in the volleyball world. I, well, at least I've never heard about it. And yet, I think this is a really important part of your volleyball program. And it's crazy because it, it might not seem like it, but anyways, I, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to explain why it's important, and we're going to get into all the fun stuff. But before we get into that, just wrapped up training camp with my um, my college team. Really, really fun training camp. You know, we had about 20 players that went through the training camp. Unfortunately, not all 20 will make the, the roster. But you know what? Uh, th- those are the other players will be redshirt players and the other ones will be roster players and you never know what could happen It'd be a great competitive gym they went through all the training all the classroom sessions I, I did an episode just a couple of weeks ago on training camp and they went through it and it was uh, it was great it was a great 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 time they learned a lot a lot of team building I think the guys are, get, are getting closer especially our our out-of-town athletes we have a ton of out-of-town athletes and there, a lot of them literally just flew into the for the first time to Toronto in um, it, like a couple of days ago, and they're getting acclimated to the to, to the city and to the guys. So it, it's a lot of fun. Really, really happy with the team we have this year, and hopefully we can do great things. You know, we'll see what happens. But let's. Oh, and the other thing too, if you're listening to this before August 25th, 26th, 27th, <clears throat> you would have heard it in the preamble. 
Got a free workshop coming up. This is my free workshop I always do at the end of August before September um, to really help you uh, just try to you know fine-tune your efficiency as a coach so you can run better practices, you can run more efficient practices. Um, I can help. I want to help you uh, teach you a system on player development to show you how you can maximize player development, so that you you can you know start off on the ground running when it comes to the beginning of your season. And then we we talk a little bit about seasonal planning, some of the ingredients that I think you should be aware of to plan an effect uh, an effective seasonal plan. I just did DVA Live a couple weeks ago where I literally we spent the whole weekend talking about planning your championship program. Uh, I'm just going to take a couple things away from that and share it on this free training. So it's 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 completely free. It's great. And I tell you what, I run it all the time. And coaches get a ton of clarity and value out of it. So definitely go to digital volleyball, not digital, sorry, volleyballworkshop.com. That's volleyballworkshop.com. All right. Let's talk about today's episode. Okay. Now, when, in the title, right, the title says, Bringing a Professional Game Atmosphere in Your Gym. Okay. I want to start by explaining what I, what do I mean by that. So... Have you ever been to, you know, whether the Olympics or VNL or a college volleyball match, NCAA match, U sports match, and feel the environment in that game? So, like, think about when you walk into that arena and you're sitting down, you're excited to watch this game. I want you to think about all the things that go into making that game an amazing experience, okay? I want you to think about the sounds that you're hearing, the feeling that you're getting, the structure, the organization, all the things that go into making that event special. <clears throat> and let's let's move away from like VNL Olympics, world world you know uh, world games and things like that. Let's t- let's just talk about like NCAA U sports. You know the highest level in the country, with the exception of going national. How do those atmospheres feel? What well, why do you look forward to going to those games? If you're a coach who loves going to those high-level games, besides the okay, talent aside, besides the fact of looking at great volleyball, okay? Yes, we're looking at great volleyball, and I, and I 100% agree with that. But besides that, why else do you look forward to going to game? Why do, why do uh, people show up to bad teams, teams that have losing records or, or barely winning? Why do people show up to those games? So you got to think about creating this atmosphere in your gym. And you're going to these games because of a lot of things I'm going to talk about today. And when and I'm, I'm I want to talk specifically to club coaches and high school coaches because college coaches, you guys already have that atmosphere done by your college. They you have an events team. They put together a great event and it's great. But for high school and club coaches, this is why it's really important to think about bringing this level of excitement of professionalism of high-level volleyball atmosphere in your gym. We are in the business of creating experiences for our athletes. You know, your, your athletes want to, they want to, why, why, ha- why do you coach? Well, I mean, but there's a lot of reasons why you coach, but why do athletes, you know, sign up to be part of a team and try out? Do they do it just, just to go to practice and go home? No, they practice and practice and practice so that they can compete in a game and win. And part of the game is the game atmosphere. And volleyball itself adds to the game atmosphere, but there's a lot of other things that make a game atmosphere experience. And it starts with, you know, having fans at the game. They they want to showcase all the hard work that they've been doing in front of their friends and families and people that that love the sport of volleyball want to come watch. And we want to create 
and an atmosphere for people to come and watch our team play and for people to say, hey, what are you doing Friday night? Or what are you, hey, let's go watch this game. Let's, let, let's, let's go take a look at, you know, this volleyball team's game. They always put on a great show or a great event. And that's how I want you to start thinking about this is you are putting on an event and here's what this does. So let's talk to, let's talk to club coaches for a second, okay? Cuz high school coaches you you guys have a home gym, club coaches. Club coaches just do tournaments. You go to tournaments and here's the thing, there's you know 12 other teams, eight other teams there. You 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 go from game to game to game. You have a handful of people watching each game and that's the event. That's it. It's not it's not bad. It's not bad. But this event can be so much better. So with club teams, what you have to build in to your seasonal plan and to your schedule is you have to build in exhibition games that are on the calendar, that are games where you are going to showcase your team as well as the other team in an organized, fun, but organized game where people can come and watch. Because when you have tournaments, you never know who's hosting the tournament. And a lot of times people can't come and watch because you got to travel two hours to go to a tournament and your friends and family aren't going to be able to make that travel to go watch you play it all day. So we have to figure out ways where we could start establishing a culture and, and an, uh, what's the word? Basically a culture and, and a brand, if that you will, where people want to come watch us play. So the reason I've taken so long to make this episode is because I wanted to experiment with this a little bit before I can come on and, sh- and tell with you how, how I've seen this blossom into something special. So when I coached club, I, I, I attempted to do this, where I would, on my schedule, I would make sure I have exhibition games with other club teams, and I would put it on the schedule, I would put up a nice little graphic, and I'd make sure all our players tell their friends and, friends and families, because they won't be able to make all the tournaments, because again, they, who knows where they are, to come, and they get, that, they get, they get a chance to watch them play to come to a home game you know what yeah club teams you can call this a home game and sometimes if your practice facility doesn't allow you to have a home game because there's nowhere fans to to go then you would have to rent out maybe uh, a a rec like a rec center gym or some kind of gym where they can accommodate for people to watch and this is something that you build into your budget and I and you may you may think I'm a little crazier, but I'm not because here's what it does. You have let's say you have three or four games in a season like this. Let's just, let's just say hypothetically, we're just doing three or four games. We with with the amount of um with the amount of attention and the amount of and the fact that they're gonna come to a home game to watch your team play in a structured and organized manner is gonna help build the brand of your team. It's gonna help get your team's name out there. It's going to also create an amazing experience for your athletes. They're going to have something to look forward to. Not that they don't look forward to tournaments, but they're going to have something to look forward to so that everyone can watch them play. Okay. Now, I'm talking, I'm talking a lot about the why here, but I want to get more into the how. So I hope you understood the importance of hosting home games. Now, let's talk about how we can create that professional atmosphere in our gym. And it goes back to what I talked about earlier, you know. When you go to an event, you know, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you like about the events? What do you like about these games? How are you feeling? Well, 
there's a couple things that I think are, are ingredients, and I'm going to share all of them with you, and you don't have to do all of these. You don't have to, but if you take a couple away, you can make a home game atmosphere amazing, something, to, something for them to look forward to. So let's start off with the most basic one. And now I'm going to talk to club and high school coaches, okay? Obviously, you need officials. So clubs, when you're hosting these exhibition games, make sure you get officials. Now, if you don't have if you don't have a budget to hire an official, you can get volunteer people who at least know the game and have experience like other like other coaches who are willing to officiate. Try to get two, uh, uh, like an R1 and R2, an up official and a down official if you can. Make sure you have two lines people, okay? Make sure there are two lines people. Make sure they know how to do it. Make sure you have flags for them. Not just lines people on the corners like with their hands going in and out. Make sure they have flags. We are putting on a professional game in our gym. That's the goal, okay? <clears throat> Make sure you go early and set the court up properly. If you have benches and chairs or you have just chairs, whatever the case is, make sure they are well behind the sideline of the volleyball court and make sure they're behind the attack line so they're out of the substitution zone. Make sure you have a scores table, okay? Make sure there's an, an area for fans to come and sit and watch, okay? So set up the court ahead of time so that it's professionally done. It looks professional. The chairs are nice. Everyone has. Everyone knows where to go. If you have to put up signs, if you have to block off areas, do all that stuff ahead of time so there's no question about how, this, like, like, like how it looks. It looks professional. It looks good. Okay. Now let's talk about some, some of the equipment, some of the things that will help you make this game uh, as professional as possible. So if you have access, now this is high school, I guess in club you could too, depending on the, how, the, the permit that you have. But if you have access to a score, like a, um, like a scoreboard, an electronic scoreboard, use it. Okay. Now there's a lot of portable ones you can get there. Again, if, if it's not in your budget, don't worry about it. But if you have access to a portable or electronic scoreboard, use it. It makes it look more professional. And here's the great thing about using an electronic scoreboard. With an electronic scoreboard, you have the timer that is there for everyone to see. So before the game, the ref's going to come to you and say, start the clock at this. And then when, the, so uh, let's say you're doing a typical five-five warm-up, like your one team gets the court for five, the other team gets the court for five. At the college level, warm-ups can look differently, like they'd be twenty minutes, like five-five-five-five. But let's just say you're doing a typical five-five warm-up. So at thirteen minutes, that's when it starts, and then and then after, you know, one team will take the court for their for their five warm-up. I mean, this is after the ref blows a whistle, calls captains, etc. So you could already have the clock going to that. At thirteen minutes. One side is going to get to do their first five. And then at, at eight minutes, the other team gets to do their first five. And then three minutes is left on the clock that will keep running for them to go to their benches. And they're going to get a chance to talk to their coaches, etc. Okay? All right. Here's number one. So having a scoreboard, an electronic scoreboard, helps with that. And then also what the electronic scoreboard can do as well is during games... When the game starts, when the set starts, you're going to have four minutes on the clock because two timeouts per team, and each timeout is one minute per team or one minute per timeout. So you have four timeouts in total for the set. Every timeout's a minute. You put four minutes on the clock. So when a team calls a timeout, start the clock, 
And that way the refs will know to end it, you know, when it's at three minutes and then two minutes and then one minute and so forth. Okay. Another advantage to having an electronic scoreboard. Um, also, electronic scoreboards have horns on them. So when a player enters the substitution zone, you just press burp, and that way it signals to the ref that a sub is on its way. And normally the if you have a, an R2, like a down official, they'll tell you to like, okay, horn, so that everyone knows a sub's coming in. Okay, again, professional. We're trying to make this as professional as possible. So you have the electronic scoreboard going, you got the horn, you got all that stuff. Fantastic. Okay. And again, if you don't have that, it's not the end of the world. You can use um you can, you can still use a flip chart, but this just makes it a lot better. Okay. So we got the scoreboard. We got uh, a person that's responsible for the scores table, okay, for that scoreboard. We have someone that's at the scores table as well that's going to keep track of rotation. Okay, if you have an actual score sheet that they have to fill out, then that's the person. They're doing the score sheet. You have one person designated for the score sheet. Okay, one person designated for the score sheet, one person designated for this, uh, the scoreboard. Okay, I hope I'm not, I hope, I hope I'm not, I haven't lost you yet. I hope we're doing okay. And again, we're all, we're, we're, we're trying to make a professional atmosphere for this whole thing. Okay, now <clears throat> let's talk about sound, music. Ah, when you go to a professional arena, they have music, okay? Now, we have to be very structured about how we do our music. So all you need, okay, now hear me out. Music is an important part of bringing in a game, a professional game-like atmosphere into your gym. It is huge. This is why people spend a lot of money on DJs for weddings because people remember as if the music was good that night. People remember that. Now, I'm not saying, now, no, don't get, I don't want to steer this in the wrong direction. I'm not talking about the type of music that's going to be played is going to affect the game. But hear, hear me out. This is how you structure the, the sound. So, professional, right? <clears throat> After the two teams go back to the bench, during those three minutes, you may want to have a national anthem. Well, listen to that. The na and, and the national anthem, they one person goes to one side, or one team goes to the other side, and they have the national anthem. Then after the national anthem, the ref will blow the whistle, and then they'll shake hands at the beginning of the match, and then they'll go back to their benches for their debrief. How professional is that? And it doesn't take much out of you at all. Okay, that's the first thing with the national anthem. The second thing is sound board. Okay, now here's what you need. Okay, you need a portable speaker which many people have a portable speaker, especially that could fill in. And with, with big gyms, you don't need big speakers. One Bluetooth portable speaker that can carry the sound in the gym. You just need one. I, I have my assistant coach got one for 40 bucks and it powers our entire gym. And it's a portable Bluetooth speaker. There are so many out there. You can go to Facebook Marketplace, find a ton of them. Get one that has Bluetooth capabilities and that you're able to plug in a mic. Okay, that has mic capabilities as well. And I'll tell you why in a sec. Okay, so you have portable speaker with Bluetooth capability and you have a mic. All right? Professional, right? We're going professional here. Now, here's what you're going to do. Oh, and you also need an iPad or an iPhone, which you probably already have, or, or, or a smartphone, something that can connect to Bluetooth. Okay, now... Here's what you're going to do. So the speaker is obviously for music. So you're going to have music that's going to be playing, you know, in the before the game, 
Um, you're going to have music be playing during timeouts. You know, you're going to have music being played between sets. Okay, so really simple. Music is a big part of a game. It makes it feel more like a game. It makes you feel more professional. A volleyball game that doesn't have music is very quiet. It doesn't really feel like a professional game. It's just very quiet. It's just, it seems like more of like a scrimmage, like a recreational scrimmage. We want to move away from that. We want to make it seem professional. Okay, so now when you have your speaker, you have your Bluetooth, you have your mic, okay? You have your, you have your iPad or you have your iPhone. This is where it gets even more professional. And this is one of my favorite things. And I, I, I piloted it this year actually, and it was a game changer. So there are many free apps you can get for your iPad or your iPhone. There's one that I recommend that I'm playing around with. It's called Sports Audio DJ, okay? It's free, but you can also pay for the entire app and it's only 12 bucks. It's really inexpensive. And here's the power of a sound, it's, it, it's, it's what it is, it's a soundboard, okay? It's really a soundboard. So we don't have DJs. You, if you don't have, you don't, you're not gonna have access to a DJ. If you have access to a DJ, oh my goodness, you're, you're, that's amazing. But if you don't have access to a DJ, that's okay. Use this app, Sports Audio DJ. And what this is gonna allow you to do is it's gonna allow you to have, and it's gonna hard for me to describe, but basically imagine like just a screen, and on the screen there are squares, okay? On the screen there are squares. And then each square, if you tap, it plays a song. Okay, really simple. Each square, you tap, it plays a song. So during the volleyball match, this is where it gets exciting. During the volleyball match, when someone scores a point or when a point is over, you tap and, and music plays in between when the ball is dead. Right before the ref's about to blow the whistle, you tap that song again and it fades out. You're creating that amazing atmosphere. And what's really cool is you can add to these squares, you can add so you can add sounds, you can add songs, you can add so many things that you wanna do, just like you would at a professional basketball game, hockey game, there are so many things you can do. And it is, it is amazing. Like, and I'm gonna like, so for example, uh, I have my iPhone with me, I'm just gonna play it in the mic. So sometimes like when someone gets a kill right away, or when a point is given, I just, tap it and a song like this comes out and I tap it again and then see how it faded out and all it is is a tap once plays tap and it comes out and you could even set it so that it starts at a certain moment in the song so it doesn't start like sometimes you know music kind of takes a while to get going so you can just start it at a moment in there so let's say I started like to that particular song I just played for you let's say I, I tapped it again so someone scored or someone did something great I, I go boom I tap and I tap again out and it fades out so having a soundboard with all of these things imagine how much more exciting your volleyball match is going to be imagine after someone gets a kill and then I and then when someone makes a mistake I I, I play this one listen to this one and someone plays me, I just tap. And I tap again. And it fades out. And then when there's like big moments in a game when someone's about to serve, you can do this one. Or like big moments in the game when that comes on. Like there's so, when, when then when it's like, you know, when, 
when the, when the games are close, this is a, a popular one. When someone comes out of a timeout, when when the timeout's over and the game is close, you can play one of these ones. And then tap when you're done. So now imagine, okay, so I'm, I just played a couple for you there. So it's a soundboard and you just have these squares and you 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 can download, it connects to Spotify, you can download the songs to it and you just tap when you wanna go and tap when you wanna finish it. And you can organize these sound bites into like, so you can or organize it into you know game music or, or out of timeouts or when someone gets a big kill or, or a big block, like big moments in the game, you can boom hit a song or hit a thing when someone gets a big moment in a game. And this, I I mean, I know I'm, I'm, I'm just going on here, but this makes your environment in your gym so, it, it just elevates, elevates the game to a whole other level. It's something that I never even thought, I, it was an afterthought for me until I got more intentional about bringing a professional atmosphere to a game. And this year, this is the first year I've implemented a soundboard because again, I just it's, it's free. You have an iPhone, connect to a speaker, you're done. That's it. And it, I I did it this year, and I've done it. And I'll tell you, in I'll, I'll use both examples, high school and well, college does it in, in general. But high school, when we started doing this, the it elevated the game so much that it started becoming like a thing. Like oh, we're gonna we gotta go to the volleyball game after. We gotta go to this game, and our our presence in the school, our people were starting to come out to more games because we're like, oh, let's go to the let's go to the event. It's an event. It's a show now. It's not just a boring volleyball game where it's like blow the whistle, serve, yay! It's it's a it's an event, and it's so inexpensive and simple to do. And that and here and here's another thing, and I I, and I have so much more I'm going to talk about. But when you start bringing these little intangible things, electronic scoreboard, horns music like soundboard it now all of a sudden players want to come players want to be part of this they want to try out for this team or make this team so that they can be part of this professional volleyball atmosphere that they watch on tv sometimes okay so soundboard trust me on this play with that it is amazing and it makes the volleyball match that's kind of like only fun when someone gets a kill. And then after the kill's over, it's like, okay, on to the next. We got to wait for the referee to blow the whistle and stuff like that. It's amazing. A little pro tip. Um, you know, you can't play music during a rally, obviously. But as soon as the rally's over, you can play music. And then right when the ref is about to signal a serve, that's when you start fading it out. Okay. Another thing you can have. High school, this is more for you. Club, I still don't think you, I still think you can do this at club too, by the way. High school, get an announcer. This is where the mic comes in. We're trying to create a professional environment. You could plug the mic right into the speaker. One speaker, that's all you need. You could have a, a wireless mic, whatever works. And one person is responsible for being an announcer. And this is, if you have, if you have a school, you can audition for this. You can get people that you know, volunteer and interview for it. You can ask someone on the athletic council. If you're a club, you might have to have a volunteer do this. And here is what they do. So an announcer, again, makes it more professional. And you're gonna have to do dry runs with these people, like do it, like have you know, have them go through it and practice. But here is what they do. 
they welcome people to the game. You know, welcome to, uh, welcome to on a Friday night. We we have you know this team versus this team. Thank you so much for coming. You know, if you have to do so, any kind of acknowledgments, safety, you know, whatever you do, it makes it more professional. Okay, make sure the announcer goes over to the opposing team and gets any kind of pronunciation that they have to understand, like pronunciations and things like that, so that they can say names. So when someone goes up to serve, now serving number 21, Aiden Smith. You know, they can, obviously Aiden Smith is an easy name, but you get what I'm saying. They know to say the name. And now imagine how much more of a professional atmosphere type game that feels like. You have an announcer. And all of these things, by the way, these are things that are, it, it's going to take a little work to find these people potentially and maybe walk them through and train them. But I'll tell you, it's not as much as you think it is. And it's the little tangible intangibles here. These are intangible things that make a big difference. The announcers are going to be simple. They just call servers out when someone gets a kill. Now, if it, now obviously you're a home team. So when a home team gets a kill, it's like, uh, number 28, Peter Ostransky or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Make it, make it exciting. Make it, and then after the announcer makes their announcement, the person on the soundboard hits the sound. Boom! That creates that type of feeling, that event feeling, that atmosphere that you want to have in your gym. Okay, so I, I got a lot more. To, I got a couple more things to talk about, but I hope you're starting to picture this in your head on how you can bring this into your club gym or your high school gym and start making this a thing. Because once you start doing this. And it starts getting known. People are going to be like, oh, I got to check out that game. Friday night game. I want to see what this game looks like. And it's fun for them. It's fun for the fans. Okay. Another thing that I recommend you doing. Now, this might be more for high school. But clubs can do this as well. But this is probably more of a high school thing. In between sets two and three. So if you're playing a five-setter. In between sets two and three. You can let the refs know ahead of time that you're going to be doing an activity and they can give you five minutes, okay? It's normal practice in between sets two and three that if you are doing any kind of games, you get five minutes. And this is where you can get audience participation. So you would have a representative at your high school go into the audience and select a few people, like two or three people. And they come on the court and they can do fun games. You can do like serve into a hoop, you can do, you know, bumping up and down. First one to go up and down and come back wins. You can be creative with fun volleyball games that anyone can do. It doesn't matter whether they've played volleyball or not. Something simple. And the winner gets a prize. You can give them a t-shirt. You can give them whatever. But that prize and that game when is going to create so much buzz and it's going to make your event even better if it already isn't as good as what I've just described. Okay, so have a fun game if you can implement that in your gym during your during this and and clubs might be a little tougher to do this, but you can still do a fun game. Get the parents involved, you know, anyone that's in the audience, get them involved. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm saying it out loud, I would still do it for the clubs because you'll have your announcer, you'll have your things, and I would still do it. Make it fun. Okay. Now, having all this is great, but you want to make sure that you catch all this on video and pictures. So have someone. Now, you can either live stream this game. Okay, you can live stream it. Very, very easy. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on Facebook Live, YouTube. It's all free, by the way. So there's easy ways of doing this for free to live stream the game. And and all you got to do is put up, a, put up a cell phone and just 
press record or press live stream and that's it. You don't have to have anyone doing anything else. Set it up on the baseline and go from there. So it's perfect, okay? Um, now this is high level and I don't even have it in my notes but I just thought about it. If you wanna connect a mic up to the live stream to have announcing over it, you can, but that's not needed. In the college level, they have their announcers, but I'm here talking about a professional atmosphere in the game, not people watching at home. But it's just for you to know you can do that. But it's really important that you get these on your social media. Your social media needs to needs to really capture uh, the essence of your home game and needs to capture the excitement and what you're building there. Okay. Another thing you can add, if you're not already, is um, if, if you want to sell, if you have like a, a stand you want to set up in a food stand or some sort to fundraise for your team, you can do that too. You know, popcorn, you can do uh, snacks, whatever, whatever you want. You, you can do fundraising, you can do like 50-50 draws. You can come up with ways to do have fundraising, okay? That's an option there. Now, does it enhance the experience? In a little bit, you know, if people are hungry, they can get something to eat. Now, you have to obviously check to make sure they're allowed to eat at the at your event. If they're not, then you can't do this. But, you know, things like that. Another thing that I think is worth doing is now, I think there, I think most most people are going away from handouts in 2023. Like, at, at a lot of games, sometimes there's handouts you can collect at the front when you come in. And, and the, when, what the handout is is a, is a picture of your team. And your description and the players on your team and little bios on all your players, you know, again, they're coming to an event. So it's nice to have a handout for them. So you can still do that for people that are coming to watch and get a handout. Or you can do a QR code, they scan the QR code, and then they get all the information there. You can have fun with that, but I would definitely, definitely uh, try to, you know, try to do that. Okay. So with all of this, you're going to need an event crew. So club or high school, you're going to need a, an event crew to pull this off. You you can't do this by yourself, you're gonna need help. Now, if you're a club person, I, I mean, you got parents, you got other people in the club, I would, I would you can give volunteer hours, you, you know, you could even give them some kind of reward, give them a gift card, something. Something to help uh, help with this, your announcer, your soundboard person, because you right off the back, here's what you need. You need two lines people, so that's two people right there. You need officials, you need, um, three people at the scores table, one for the score sheet, one for the score itself, and then one for the soundboard. Oh, and an announcer. So that's four people at the scores table. Okay. You'll need someone to, to, um, you know, help with the audience. If you're bringing for games to have, you know, come back and forth, you might need some, if you won't have people at, at the pot, at the station, the food, the food stand or whatever, you might need that. You, you'll need someone taking pictures and streaming and doing videos. So you'll need that. So you need, you need people. Okay, you definitely need people, without a doubt. You need people to pull this off, okay? Uh, but listen, I know it sounds, it might sound like a lot of work, but if you implement just a handful of these things, imagine the type of program you could build. Imagine in just one season by having a handful of these type of games, imagine the type of program you're going to build just on the experience you're giving for your athletes and everyone wants to be a part of that experience. The one problem with club volleyball is that there's no home games. There's no sense of community. There's no sense of people coming to watch a team play with the exception of going to tournaments and watching you play three, four games in one night. And then it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not about you. It's about all the teams there. You want to showcase a home game, a three out of five sets, make it an event. And this is gonna bring so much, like positive, uh, 
feedback, positive brand awareness to your team. High school, this is even better for high school because everyone's going to want to try out for your team. You're going to, you know, in, in places where basketball, hockey, or football are, 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 the, are the ones that everyone wants to go for, all of a sudden now volleyball is going to start getting a little more of a name because of the experience you're creating for them, okay? Um, the last thing I'll, I'll mention, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting so many things here, but the last thing I'm going to mention is for high school, this is more for high school, not club, if you, if you have fundraising money or you have money that you can throw at your program, get a spotlight. And here's what the spotlight's for. It just enhances the experience again. So a spotlight is a light you could throw up in the fans, and you're going to have someone that, that's operating it. And what it is, it's, um, you know, if you think, if you ever been to a professional game, they have the spotlight that spotlights on the huddle during the starting lineups or just around the court. And you can actually have an amazing starting lineup for your team. Imagine that. Imagine your high school players, club high school players, getting a chance to be announced and called and the spotlight is on your huddle. Amazing. So what you can do is, Again, you need a vent crew for this, and this is like you know, if you want to go to, if you want to go all the way, you know, put all all hands on deck. What happens is, after the national anthem, the the refs come and they call the oh, well, they they blow the whistle, they shake hands, so both teams shake hands, and then they go back to their benches, and then the announcer will announce the starting lineups, and they'll start they'll do it the, for the away team first, and then the home team. So after they announce the starting lineups, when the coach gives the you know the starting lineup card, they'll announce the starting lineups, and then for your team, someone is going to be at the gym by the lights. They're going to shut the lights off, and your spotlight comes on, and the spotlight comes on on the huddle, and the music is uh, is bumping to whatever song you guys like, and your announcer goes, and now introducing the starting lineup for your Seneca Sting or whatever it is, and they do the starting lineup. And when they do the starting lineup, it's over, lights come back on, spotlight comes off, and you're ready to go. So it is an investment for, for a small moment, but this is, again, we're, this is just icing on the cake. We're just taking it up a notch and trying to make it more professional as much as possible, okay? And I think I will leave you with those because I've been talking for a while now. But I hope that I've outlined a plan and I hope I've convinced you of why Having a home game experience, whether you're a club or a high school, can really elevate your program. And I know this has, and I, and I noticed, I'm not talking about skill. I'm not talking about, you could have the worst team in the league. But even, and if you had the worst team in the league, this will help build your team up much faster because people want to play in that environment. Why does any high school volleyball player want to play at the highest level. They want to play volleyball because it's fun. They want to play games. Practices are for you to prepare for games, but they want to be able to showcase their talent, showcase their hard work. And if you can't do that, it's unfortunate. Now, let's say you can't have fans. That's okay. You can you can do everything I just... You could do the, the music, the soundboard, the announcing. You can do everything else to make... And you're going to live stream this. So everyone that's watching is going to watch and see the experience and still be a part of it on the live stream or on the replay. But by having the music, having all that stuff, it still makes it a game-like environment. And that is what you want. That is what you want, the game-like environment. So let's just do a quick recap. So the goal of today's episode was to try to 
convince you and encourage you to make your home games as professional and as exciting as possible. And if your club or well, if your high school, you have that by default. But if your club, I want you to start implementing exhibition home games for yourself to create this experience and bring bring a lot of brand awareness to your team and your program. This is going to create an amazing experience for not only yourself and your athletes, but for the community, the parents, the fans, etc. All right. So this is what you want to do. Um, you want to make sure you have officials. You want to make sure you have lines people. You want to make sure you have a proper court setup. Chairs behind the attack line, ref stand. You could even have, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but you could have branding on the top of the net. You, know, you could buy like um, something that kind of goes over the net at the very top with your branding, your team name on it. A little extra flair for you. It's nice and pictures and nice and, you know, things like that. So you want to have a, you know, your ref stands, you know, all that stuff. Score is table set up. You want to make sure there's an area for the fans. You want to make sure that there's any area that needs to be blocked off, put up signs, all that stuff. Make it good. Now you're going to have a scores table. At the scores table, you're going to have four people. You're going to have the person that's going to do the score sheet. You're going to have the person that's going to operate the electronic scoreboard, providing you have one. If you don't have an electronic scoreboard in your gym, you can buy a portable electronic scoreboard. They come in handy. And if you don't have that, just do the flip chart. But we talked about how it's so much more professional with the electronic scoreboard, with the buzzer sound for subs, with the timing, and just so much like so much better. We talked about the element of music. Oh, so sorry. So you have one person for score sheet, one person for scoreboard, one person for, um, for soundboard, and then you have an announcer. Okay, so soundboard, music, same thing. <laughs> so music is a very, very important part of creating that home environment, that home game feeling. Again, music is big, big, huge. So have a person for soundboard. Make sure they practice. Um, the app was called Sports Audio DJ. It's free uh, for the first like 12 or 13 like sounds. And then after that, you got to pay. But you could even if you want to do free, you can get away with 12, 13 sounds. And, but if you want to pay for the whole thing, it's like 12 bucks. It's not expensive at all. And make them and go and if, and if you if you're not sure how to do this, go watch a volleyball, a professional like NCAA match or a U sports match, and listen to the music. In, like, like start paying attention to it now. Start paying attention to how they manage a game, how they manage the event, and you'll hear the music, you hear the announcer, you hear all that stuff. Okay, so then you have an announcer. The announcer is going to announce like welcoming the fans, welcome to this game where we're where they're going to match up against this person for this person. You know, go over the rules. You know, make sure this is a kid friendly zone or whatever. No smoking, whatever. If you have any land acknowledgements, you got to do. You know, uh, whatever you got to do. Sponsors, you can shout out sponsors. You can if you have um special guests, you can shout out special guests. All that stuff. You know, having announcers is huge. Uh, and then they announce the starting lineup. They also announce like, oh, and serving next is this person. And they, and then they obviously for your team, they're going to announce like all the kills and the blocks, like super block or number 45 with the kill, you know, you know things like that. Um, so the equipment you're going to need to make sure you pull this off is a portable speaker. Again, very inexpensive. My, like I said, my assistant coach got one for 40 bucks. Uh, but make sure it has Bluetooth capabilities and it has a mic input for your mic. Okay. You might want to have a game between sets two and three, so you can let the ref know that you'll take five minutes and then have a fun game with the fans. Again, whether you're a club or high school, you can absolutely do this and then do a little free giveaway. Live stream, really nice to do live stream. Make sure you have someone taking other video clips for your Instagram and social media to showcase this home event. You want, to, you want the world to see what kind of home experience your team is putting on and is a part of. 
any kind of food stands, you might want to have popcorn machine, etc. Um, you don't have to do handouts it can work or QR codes, you know, having handouts and what's on the handout. Basically it's a picture of your team, all your players, their bios, just to get a chance to know the guys a little bit more. Cause believe it or not, um, we still use them and people still have the handouts in the, in the fans and they're looking at the, at, at the team and they'll, Oh yeah, this is this person. This, so they can like see who's playing and you know, who they are. And, and people look at that like, think about when you watch, when you go to a, everyone ever, ever gone to a theater and they watch a play. You get a handout before the play, and on the and on the handout it has you know all the actors and actresses and their who they are and their bios, and you just, sometimes you read that. You read that before the game starts or before the show starts. It's nice to have, and then they take it home with them. <clears throat> Make sure you have an event crew. Like I said, it's going to take a good amount of people to pull this off, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it, and, and it's an experience. Like I said, and then if you have the money, you know you got a spotlight. And what's really cool with the spotlight too is when the, when it goes black, everyone's gonna take out their cell phones and put their lights on. So the announcers can be like, "All right, cell phones out with lights on." Da 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 da. da. And then music comes on. You do the starting lineup, and it just creates an amazing amazing atmosphere for your players. All right, this is a little bit of this. Is a, I went longer than I thought I would, but I hope I didn't lose you. I just hope I, I was able to encourage you to start trying to figure out how you can implement this in your gym. Now, if you, and I know the the number one objection I hear is one, it's a lot of work, which I get, or I don't have a gym that can support this. Well, club coaches. You then find a gym. Club coaches, I'm sorry. That's an excuse. Find a gym. You only got to rent a gym for two hours. Maybe, well, I, I lied. Probably let's do it for three hours. You got to rent a gym for three hours. That's it. If you can do that, I think it's I think it's worth it because what you're what you're creating is so much more than that that cost. You're it's like free marketing if you think about it. All of this is it's essentially it's it's marketing your program. That's that as a byproduct of all this, you're marketing your program, and there's nothing wrong with marketing your program. So, yeah. Anyways, think about this, implement it. Um, if you have any questions about how to do this kind of stuff, just reach out to me. Instagram is the best way, Brian Singh underscore Coach B. If you have any questions about this kind of stuff, but listen, the reason it took me so many years to put this episode together is because I've been playing around with this idea for a long time, and it was only until 2023 where I started putting a lot of it in motion, and the success that it is gone is far more than I ever thought it would. I never thought having a soundboard, like that sports audio DJ soundboard, having sound bites and sounds in the middle of the of the game and how much more of an of an of an environment and experience that would create. I just I never and I, until I did I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is night and day." It's night and day. And the athletes loved it, the fans loved it. It was amazing. Uh, and then the announcer and everything else just just Talk about a, a different different vibe and a different event than a regular volleyball match. It, it, it's it's. I, I told um, I, I tell our coaches all the time. It's it, your 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 volleyball match just is not a match anymore. It's an event. It's a show, and you're putting on a show for everyone to come watch you guys play, and then you guys work on your game and you take care of your business while everyone else enjoys the show. You know that's what sports all about. And now you now you have the ingredients to build that in your gym. I hope. All right, that's it for me. Reach out if you need anything. I will see you guys next week. Oh, and by the way, if uh, if you're listening to this before August 25th, 26th, 27th, I hope I see you guys at the free workshop. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay, that's it for me. I'll see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. 
Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.